To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Now, Auckland-based Scarborough Construction has gone into liquidation, as we discussed earlier. The Auckland-based company has five current work sites, around 60 staff as well, and construction experts are warning it will not be the last company in trouble this year. John Tookie is a professor of construction at AUTM with me now. Hey, John. Good evening. I mean, this is a biggie. Were you surprised by the, by Scarborough? Um, a little bit left field. Wasn't expecting this one, but um, look, it can happen to any. What do you think's gone wrong? Uh, in common with most construction companies that go belly up, the uh, it'll come down to a cash flow crisis generated by a potentially a, a, a contract or a subcontract going wrong, and uh, you end up with uh, a, a cash starved company that uh, en- ends up calling in the uh, calling in the liquidators because they they run out of money. Mm. So, what happens to the five sites that they're working on? Well, the five sites that are pretty much close to completion, the chances are they'll uh, work out some sort of uh, contractual way of being able to work things out uh, in conjunction with the uh, receivers. And the the one, I think, which is relatively recently let, that might uh, be a little bit more problematic because that could end up with a retender rebid type of exercise because obviously not enough works have uh, have taken place to really warrant um, being able to take it over very easily. John, I reckon, I mean, if I go back in my head, it must have been about a year ago that we first started to see real signs of problems in the construction industry. Is there any indication yet to you that we're turning a corner or have we got further to go in this? Look, um, we, we get... A continuous drip feed of um, medium-sized type of contractors that um, that have uh, that have gone belly up over a, over a period of time. It tends to go that way. Uh, I'm not, you know, wouldn't cast aspersions on this particular uh, contractor. Generally, Scarborough had a very good rep. Um, but uh, what what um, what happens, unfortunately, is when uh, when companies start getting into a mix where they are they are they're competing heavily in uh, in one direction or another in order to be able to get the additional business they start cutting corners they end up putting themselves under increasing risk and uh, and under you know tightening and tightening um, margins then eventually you end up with a situation where it's extraordinarily difficult to make a project pay one of the truisms of life in the building industry is winning contracts is easy you just bid cheap uh, making it pay is hard and so what do you reckon? Are we through the worst of that? I think we're going to see a, a, a drip feed of more, um, usually the slightly weaker, less uh, less uh, capable organisations will be the ones that uh, unfortunately see bad times. Um, I think we're going to see more. How many more? I mean, I, I know you. I mean, I know you won't know the exact number, but what do you reckon? Halfway through it, three quarters of the way through it. I I th- I think it, it, it's literally going to take. It'll come down to the issues around the um, the increasing interest rates that we're seeing, and that as the cost of money increases, then we're going to see um, some housing contractors are going to be particularly under uh, pressure 
because they're going to see their um, their margins shrink and they're going to see their, their punters go away. Mm. Uh, we're going to see some other um, speculative bill contractors where they're dealing with medium high-density homes, uh, which is more on the commercial end of the construction sector rather than the housing end of the commercial uh, of the construction sector. They are going to be also under uh, pressure because they're going to see their um, underlying rates increase and they're going to yeah they they're going to achieve the same sorts of issues which are the cash flow crisis. What do you reckon this is going to do the, to the construction sector in New Zealand? Are these people who who lose their jobs just going to go off to other businesses who who need the workforce or are they likely to depart and go to places like Australia? Um, well, a little from column A, a little from column B. Um, you know, you've got a lot of folks who are going to obviously get their, they have commitments locally and they're going to want to stay local and they've got, they'll find, they'll generate something local. They'll actually maybe potentially go out on their own or, you know, they'll, they'll go to another contractor or whatever. Um, and yeah, some of the younger ones who have got less uh, immediate commitments here in New Zealand, they're going to use, use this as an opportunity to leverage their experience in New Zealand to be able to create a future career. So, as I say, little from column A, little from column B. What do you reckon this means for, for a homeowner who wants to get a, a, a renovation done or something like that? Does it add to the cost or, or make it cheaper, easier well, to get? Um, Scarborough is a is a different exercise compared to... Uh, the rest, you know, what what you're asking now is a uh, you you you're comparing apples with oranges. Yeah, the, the housing sector and the home uh, renovation type of market is a, is a different market, and that that's it's totally dependent on borrowed money, and that housing oblique renovation market is going to it will come under severe pressure because of the uh, the potential hikes and in interest rates. We will see over the course of the next two to three months where that's going to go. You've also got to bear in mind that there, there's an awful lot of um, sharpening of pencils with regard to the commercial banks who are looking at things saying, hang on a minute, we need to make sure that we, we ensure our market for the future. So they're going to be... Um, pressurizing themselves to 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 actually offer uh, more competitive rates and introductory rates for uh, home owners or home sorry home borrowers um to be able to get more people into the market get them on the hook to uh, be able to um, um, develop business for the future um it could. It literally could go either way, and I, yeah. that sounds like a terrible academic. I'm hedging, <laughs> but but, uh, but but it literally could go either way, and it's and it and it and it, and it really comes down to if the government decide to uh, really screw the nut and, and uh, we are going to tamp down on inflation, jack up interest rates, constrict the money supply, then you could see a major downturn. Um, however, my my sense is it's more likely to be a kick the can down the road. Let's see what develops over the next six eight months, and uh, and and try to be more agile and adaptive as we go forward. For more from News Talk ZB, listen live on air or online, and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.